Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, my name is Deb Coviello, and thank you for joining another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Week after week, I have the privilege of bringing insights and inspiration to you from industry leaders to help you struggle less and achieve your career goals. And the other part of why I message and do these podcasts is because I am here in service to the CEO leaders of today and tomorrow. So it is my distinct pleasure this week, my solo, oh, what a topic, get ready for this one. It is called the number one strategy to sabotaging your career. We all want to do that or not, but it is a really, really important topic because it's rooted in limiting beliefs. But before I get into this week's topic, you know, I have had the pleasure recently of several of you direct messaging me. And I just want to say thank you when you reach out to me via LinkedIn or email and just ask me a question. I know, I know that some of these insights can be helpful for you. And I am here for you if you are struggling and just need somebody to reach out to, to bounce an idea off of. Because again, if I can serve you and help you get through the struggles, that is the passion work that I love to do. So just keep those inquiries coming. And also, if there is a topic that is bothering you that you struggle with, please again, reach out because somehow these topics are making it out onto the solo podcast. You, you out there listening have been tremendous inspiration for me. So with that, I want to get into this, but I always, always start with a brief story. And this is my story because I think that at some point in time, this situation or something similar may have happened to you along the way for which we assume certain limiting beliefs about who we are and what we should be. So let's get started. So had I followed the advice of my high school guidance counselor. We're going back many, 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 many years. I don't want to date myself, but many years ago, they had suggested that I simply go to a community college. However, I would not be writing this if I had listened to that advice. But at the time, I was seen as average. And average, you know, my grades were good. I was number 20 out of 221 people graduating my class based on my GPA. But I was kind of quiet. I wasn't loud. I didn't make a fuss. Yeah, I got into National Honor Society, French National Honor Society, was in honors classes. But for some reason, the guidance counselor said, let's just apply to some easy schools. And so that was my destiny or not had I listened to that advice. And yet this is the number one strategy that I find that when we listen to the opinion of others, and mind you, we have to validate the value of those opinions that come into our ecosystem. But sometimes when we assume the narratives that other people impose on us or assuming societal norms, we sabotage our career and we never really know what path 
we could have followed or what was destiny for us. So I turn to you. How about you? Have you ever accepted the narratives society has imposed on you? Do you feel like you could be doing more? Have you ever said that you can't do something simply because you don't believe you have the skills to achieve more? Oh, I have said that to myself, and I have heard many of my colleagues say that about themselves. And you again, you say you're shy, not very outspoken, or you wish you could speak as eloquently as others. Maybe you wish you had a mentor to help guide you through your career. Within these questions are symptoms of self doubt. And even though you want to move forward, somehow in the process, you're sabotaging your career because you haven't found a way to move forward, for which this episode is dedicated to providing you somewhat of a framework. Now, this may be harsh. I'm asking you some very, very difficult questions. And if you're really taking the time to listen to this podcast, I really want you to go to a place where maybe you have felt less than what you possibly could have achieved because for some reason we have these limiting beliefs. So what do we do next? (laughs) My advice for you is that we need to turn around this sabotage mindset that we have assumed and turn it into personal accountability. Now, if you've listened to my other solo podcast, discipline and accountability is what leaders have. And it's hard. You have to evolve it. It takes courage to be disciplined in what you believe in and move forward, even if it's not popular, but that's the first step in personal accountability. So let me continue with the story because again, we're going to set the stage for you for what framework you should follow to get yourself moving forward. So when faced with what others thought about my capability in guiding me to target just average schools, I had a choice at that juncture. I could have taken the easy way so that everyone else could feel good about getting me into schools and that they had given me sage advice. However, at the core, that narrative, that advice that I was average was not sitting right with me because it violated my values of excelling and the need to get into tier one or tier two schools because that was going to increase my chances of a good paying job and financial freedom. And again, I didn't vocalize this, but those were my values. And it is important for you as a leader to go to what your values are, because when those values are being violated or not served, they start making you feel butterflies or uneasy in your stomach. They start shouting loudly, but really it's up to you to listen to them. So To come back to the story, the narrative kept coming from adults at that time watching out for me and having me then send applications to a lot of different schools, average and tier one, tier two, because they just wanted me to get into any school. And so the underlying narrative to all of this is they didn't think I was good enough, but I didn't listen. I believed I was smart enough and I had to try. So In the end, yes, I sent my college applications out to many, many schools. And yes, I got into most of the average schools. However, I did get into Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, Stevens Institute of Technology, Rutgers School of Engineering, and Miami University School of Engineering, as well as Boston University School of Engineering. And several of these are tier two schools. And in the end, I made Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute my home for four years where I earned a degree in biomedical engineering. So the key here, 
is to evaluate the value of what others say versus what you think. The key word in all of this is think. So often as leaders, we simply do what others expect. And then those in turn turn into our behaviors, and then they return a feedback signal to your brain that this is who we are. When we think before we do and have some good values and good decision logic, we become more accountable, become more accountable for our actions. So I want you to think about that. Think about thinking versus simply doing, because we need to stop and think. I want you to take five or 10 minutes of your time and write down those stories of what you did without thinking, because that's what was expected. Now, there's a caveat to this. Sometimes we need to do things at a necessity, but it is usually because it is fulfilling a need that will eventually serve a future state. Sometimes we can't always do what we want to do, but we're doing what is needed. So just know and be kind to yourself if you've maybe put off certain decisions about your career because of meeting the needs of yourself or maybe others in your care. But how do we turn a couple of these stories that I've shared with you that while I did listen to what other people said I should do, I thought about what I needed to do in order to achieve my goals. So I really want to put this in a framework for you to turn this wisdom into action for you. And it is a framework for stopping the cycle of self-sabotage to personal accountability. So get a piece of paper, get your electronic device. I want you to write these things down because you're going to go back and reflect on these items. And before I get into this, I have done this exercise with people that I have mentored or have gone through the Drop-In C-Suite Academy. And when we debrief or I coach them on the results of their personal reflection on what are their limiting beliefs, I have seen tears. I have seen regret. I've seen sorrow. But just know we have to go through those emotions in order to serve them. We have to serve our emotions, but we don't have to be controlled by them, but recognize what was versus what should be. So what I want you to do is first list your limiting beliefs. I don't like the way I look. I can't do the next level job. I don't have the skills or this is what I've always done and I can't do anything different. This is what I'm trained. I can't develop new skills at this point. Just write them down and don't judge. Just write them down. And the next thing I would like to do, number two, is then qualify. Which ones did you assume and which ones did others impart on you? Again, yourself versus others. Then three, list approximately. When did you assume Those limiting beliefs, either you took them on yourself or were imparted by others on you. And depending on when, this could have been as a child, while you were in college, as an adult, and list which ones are relevant now, even though they happened in the past. So list whether they are relevant or not. Because time is something that sometimes just because it happened 5, 10, 30 years ago, we are still that thing that is that limiting belief. But if you write down that it's no longer relevant, write it down. And then for those limiting beliefs, this is number four, for those limiting beliefs imparted by others, ask yourself, are those people or those advice still relevant? Yes or no? And then lastly, 
or the, anything left over that you believe is still a relevant limiting belief, ask yourself this question. If I don't change my limiting beliefs, am I okay with the regret of not knowing what is possible? If I don't change my limiting beliefs, am I okay with the regret of not knowing what is possible? And then pause. It's a tough topic. It really is. But what I want to say to you is that if the answer is no to that last question, if I don't change my limiting beliefs, am I okay with the regret of not knowing what is possible? And the answer is no, you've made the first step in moving your career forward. I trust you can do this, but perhaps a guide can provide you the support you need. So I know that was a little bit heavy. I appreciate you listening to this, but you know, sometimes we just have to pause and take some time for ourselves and say, what am I telling myself that I'm not capable of? Or what are other people saying about me? And it doesn't matter. And I may care about these people. They may be important to maintain a relationship with. Maybe they're just not around anymore, or you can't even remember their name. They don't define who you are now. And there's another footnote here. The media, oh my, the media, communities, oh my, they too, because association and community and profile is part of how we come together to find things of commonality. But in the process of coming together to find common ground or we have connected history, sometimes what people then say, because of your history and your culture may not necessarily be true about who you are and who you're meant to be. So I just want to say, the building these skills take practice. And I want to be there for you. I really, really, really do. And we cover this framework in the Drop-In C-Suite Academy. I can also offer you my services through one-on-one coaching. But if you're not ready to move forward, just please listen to these podcasts. I will continue to provide you frameworks that if you want, you can apply yourself to your situation. And you don't have to do everything that I suggest, but just look at your situation. And if you can just do one thing differently, take one limiting belief and say, you know, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I don't want to. And what is one action I can take now to change how I feel about myself? Because I don't want this for you. I don't want you to ever regret not knowing what is possible for you. So there you have it. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am here to support the C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow. I sincerely care about you. Please reach out to me on LinkedIn. Please email me. Please go to my website, dropinceo.com. You can connect with me there. I would love to hear your questions. And you never know, those questions may actually come to a Drop-In CEO Podcast solo episode. So again, thank you. I appreciate all of your support. And I do wish you continue success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.